Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Megan. And I am Myra. Welcome back to another week. Yes, and this week is a special week because once again, we are joined by our patrons. A lot of our amazing patrons are in the building for our monthly live episode. If you are new here, we do a live episode with our Patreon community every single month. And shout out to you guys for joining us once again. It's always a good time. We've just been literally sitting here talking for the past like 20 minutes about mm-hmm. the importance of voting <laughs> in the upcoming <laughs> midterm elections. So please make sure you do that, whether you can mail in, vote early, or vote on election day. Please make sure you are there and you do what you need to do to make sure your voice um, is heard because it's very important. And yeah, shout out to the patrons. Yes. Yeah, shout out to y'all for being in the building. Shout out to y'all for bringing up voting. Very, very important. Literally, democracy is on the line at the ballots this year. So uh, make sure you get there. But um, but yeah, I did have a few other announcements too. Voting was on my list. So okay, I, I, I wanted know. to say one more thing about voting go before ahead. we go to more. Okay, go um, ahead. Go I ahead. saw somebody said on TikTok or it was somewhere I saw that someone was like, you know, it seems like every couple years when the election comes around, somebody is like, oh, this is the most important election of our lifetime or something like that. But they also said every election is the most important election of our lifetime. So, and I just feel like that's just something important for people to remember. Every election has consequences and matters. So don't think that you just need that, you know, the presidential election is the only thing that matters. The midterms are just as important, if not even more important. Even more, um, sure. Especially this go around so please um if you are able to if you are registered to vote um please make sure you are voting in your state it does matter every single vote counts if voting didn't matter they wouldn't try so hard to stop us from voting so i just wanted to throw that in there yeah agree thank you thousand percent thousand percent yeah yeah always make your way out there i always um make sure it gets done. I always think about the people who who literally cannot vote, mm-hmm. the people who have like, you know, charges against them or, you know, they messed up in the past and now they can't vote. Or the people who like are struggling, can't get off of work. Like literally mm-hmm. if they take off of work, they could potentially lose their job or lose money that literally puts food on their table. And if I have the privilege to take the time out to do that, just do it, you know? Yep. But yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All that stuff, vote, do that. Um, and then I just wanted to remind y'all, um, you can also watch us on YouTube. If you're not a part of a Patreon crew and don't get to watch us live, you can watch us on YouTube. Um, the episodes are um, a week behind. So, you know, if you're hearing this, once it drop, if you go to YouTube now, the prior week's episode will be there. But 
lots of conversations have been happening in the comments there. So if you want to chime in on something you hear on the episode, definitely go over there uh, to the comments and subscribe, all that good stuff, like whatever. Um, just check us out over there. That was my other yes. announcement. Yes. Yes. Check us out on YouTube. Love it. Yes. And also something really hilarious that has come out of our YouTube comments is the fact that we found Andrea or she kind of found us <laughs> yeah. basically. And she yeah. found us like six months ago, like right after Go Wow. And we had no idea because she commented over on YouTube and we we're very bad at checking our YouTube comments apparently. Actually that one went to spam. So even if we checked oh. it, we probably went to send it. Yeah, I had to I went to double check the spam and that was in there. But to be fair, Which, we for still real YouTube. the comments in a very long yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, but. Andrew. <laughs> but yeah, if you don't no know the story. Right. If you don't know the story about Andrew, we talked all about that on our Go Wild recap, which we actually just reposted about this time last month. If you want to go back and listen, long story short, at Go Wild, at the uh, KAD welcome party, there is karaoke. Um, Somebody, uh, Andrea, had requested no scrubs. No scrubs came on. Andrea was nowhere to be found. So Myra grabbed the mic and we ended up doing no scrubs. Apparently, Andrea had... had excused herself to the restroom at the very moment her song was called (laughs) and that is why she missed it it did take a long long time if you put your name on the list because i remember we were waiting for jay for like hour hour and a half it was a very long time because people were requesting ballots and stuff (laughs) and not fun songs and wasting time (laughs) and i don't have a problem Mm -hmm. saying that um (laughs) so but yeah, she literally commented on our YouTube like like six months ago, um, letting us know who she was and what happened. And mm-hmm. yeah, so shout out to you, shout Andrea. To if you go to yeah. the next Go Wild, we definitely need to make a point to meet you because uh, you are one of the reasons why I lost my voice at night. But I'm still grateful <laughs> for you because it was so fun. Yeah, the icon and the legend, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. But yeah, guys, it was such a good time. And if you want more information about Go Out, our experience to Go Out, make sure you go back and check out those Go Out episodes. We did a whole mm-hmm. series. If you're still trying to make up your mind whether or not to go, also we did have um Lauren Wayne from the team from Team Go Wild on the podcast a couple of weeks ago as well. She answered so many amazing questions. And yeah, tickets are still on sale, and we would love to see you guys there next year. So I always got to do a little yes. go out plug because I want as many go people as possible good. to go because it's just such a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can be there, be there. It's gonna. Be it's there. definitely going to be good. Yep. <laughs> Laura said, if people request boring ballads and treat this like American Idol, I'm booing. I don't care. You know what, Laura? Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's maybe we move. need more people like. Laura, maybe that's what uh, needs yeah. to happen because there were one too many. It was given funeral. Yeah, if there's anything that's my pet peeve, it's my thing is if you're gonna choose a slow song, it needs to be a classic, a classic hit that everybody knows that everybody can get on board with. This is not your opportunity to flex your singing skills. It's literally just to have fun. So, like, don't choose a song that you might hear at a funeral. Just don't. <laughs> it's I don't fun. Think, Choose a fun I song. People, people go into it like, oh my God, this is my favorite, favorite song and I just want to sing it. And it's like, you kind of have to go into it like 
we need to turn up and have a good time. Like yes. it's a welcome party. A it's good not time. American Idol. A good time. Yes. It needs to be a fun song that everybody knows. So like I said, if it's slow, gotta be a classic. Gotta be mm-hmm. a classic. Um, Rizzo said in the comments, like an 80s power ballad. Acceptable. Yes, a classic yeah like all time greatest hits like top 100 songs ever created type of song like For come sure. on we're, we're gonna keep um like drilling this into you guys all the way up into go wild because <laughs> I really don't want to be disappointed <laughs> just listen to us we know yeah it just kills the vibe it, it, it really vibe. just kills the vibe you know mm-hmm. I yeah I mean I get it I get you want to get up there and sing your jam and you know, your Beyonce best thing I ever had kind of moment, but mm-hmm. it's not what we're here for. Mm-mm. We're drinking and having fun at a party. We, My thing we is, if you're not sure, if you're not sure what to pick, pick something upbeat that you can't, you can't go wrong with something upbeat. If you have a slow song in mind and you're not 100% sure, just don't. Just know. We need to release a, a karaoke, acceptable karaoke song playlist. <laughs> I think that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> and share it widely with the planner. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so Danny, Danny said, I don't I don't want to caveat as a musical theater stand that duets, or I think you do want to caveat as a musical theater stand that duets are not included in this category. So no duets, I feel like it depends on the duet. I think a duet can be acceptable. It just really, like, depends. You know, because I feel like that could be... It has to be two singers only. At least two singers. Yeah, like two singers. So my shot would be a duet then. I mean, technically. I guess, because what has more than two singers on it? So it's only two. But The Boy Is Mine, like with Monica and Brandy, that's a duet. But that's like... That's like an amazing amazing huge song you know what i'm saying i think duets can be okay we're gonna have to talk about this danny offline so telephone <laughs> we can't do telephone with Beyonce that's what i'm saying Tell- danny we're gonna have to reevaluate because <laughs> you you exiting out a lot of songs <laughs> danny we will sing to best thing i ever had but that song is slow and sad af it probably I isn't think- Best thing I ever had is not that. Nah, slow. y'all giving the Beyonce. Um, it's, it's not like it's. It's not like it's Halo. It's not Halo. But they're both sad. I think instead slow. of best thing I never had, I would choose like Irreplaceable. I feel like that was probably sure. a bigger song yeah. and it's more upbeat. So you know what? Here's what we can do, guys. Y'all can submit like songs that you think you might want to do. It's the us, question, and we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know if it's acceptable. <laughs> Not that we're the judge and jury on this, but we are. We just know what we want to hear. <laughs> and it's a dictatorship. There we go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Danny said he meant the duets are acceptable. Okay, thank yeah. you, Danny, okay. because okay. you caused a lot of confusion. Because it was like, hold on. What? No telephone? What? Immediately, no. Yeah. Look, okay. Laura said, I'm booing best thing I never had. <laughs> Nobody want to hear it. It's just yeah. sad. I, I agree. We love the song. I feel like it's not a big enough Beyonce song. Like it was popular, but I think there are way better Beyonce songs. To yeah, do. like way, mean, way better. Irreplaceable is kind of empowering too. I think so. Yeah. So you need it needs so. to be empowering. It needs to be you know kind of universal for the most part. Obviously, everybody isn't gonna know every song, mm-hmm. but you know something that is popular. Yep. It. 
those two yeah. rules for sure. We're we working on that. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're working on it. This is a work in progress. This is just a random tangent that Andrea sent us down. So, shout out to you, Andrea. Uh, to no Scrubs was a great guy. choice. It and I don't think it ever would have occurred to me to choose uh, No Scrubs. I would have probably, I think for me, I always think of like more like more recent songs. So, I definitely not, mm -hmm. would not have thought of No Scrubs, but I'm glad you did because that was a great song. Everybody was great. into it, everybody knew it. And it was, it was epic. It was, it was so good. It was so good. Yep. Yep. Um, all righty. So let's get into some releases. So Moxie Life has had their big yearly release. Shout out to Sierra and Darian. We just had Sierra on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So make sure y'all go back and check that out if you want any information um, mm -hmm. about this release. She gave us a lot of good tips and advice on shopping this release and how to make goal planning work for you. Um, and yeah, and we got some cool stuff. Myra, did you ever check out? I don't recall ever getting an update on you checked out or not. Oh, I did. I don't know if I sent an update because, you know, I'd be forgetting stuff. Period. When but I just got, I just got the digital items. Um, I got the digital vertical planner. Um, I okay. also got the digital like daily evening reflections, if I remember the name of that right. Nice. Um, I also did pick up the bookmark and the uh, markers as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got some stuff too. I didn't get anything digital because I just, digital, I don't think it's going to work for me. At least not at this point in my life. I don't think I can do it. So <laughs> I did get the quarterly undated daily in the color of cloud. I got the daily intentions notebook. I got the dated monthly sticker set. So basically you can like date your undated stuff with that. I got the stencil bookmark and I got the evening reflections gratitude notebook. So I'm really excited about my order. It took me a very long time to figure out what I wanted to get, but I think I got a solid order. I just knew like as bad as I wanted to get, cindy's planner because i absolutely love her cover i just didn't see myself switching um my catch-all planner right now because i'm just really in a groove with what i'm currently using so i was like i'm not gonna mm -hmm. get this planner and confuse myself let me get other stuff let me get some stuff i know for a fact i'm gonna use because last thing i wanted to do was get that planner and have it just sitting like i just did not want to do that at all because it's just so beautiful like it so i was like you know what i'll let this planner go to somebody else who's gonna use it and I'll get some other stuff. <laughs> so I'm really excited yeah. about the other stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's why I went ahead and went digital because I'm I'm like kind of pretty content with my um current uh planners that I have. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I can get past the O wire. So hopefully in the future they do eventually be in a spiral. Mm -hmm. If it become in a spiral, it's over. It's over for because <laughs> I, I will definitely have that be um one of my um in my lineup if it's on the spiral eventually but i mm -hmm. yeah i just i covers are beautiful i know the planner yes. is gorgeous i just know i i know me so that's yep. why i went ahead and went digital and i'm having fun with it like just playing around with it and it's nice to get it immediately mm -hmm. that's true that's so, very very yeah. true Yep. And I love that Moxie Life has so many great options in this release. So if you weren't looking for a 
brand new catch-all system for 2023 if you already have your catch-all whatever you want to use primarily they had a lot of add-ons that you could get like they have the companion notebooks with all the goal setting stuff they have mm-hmm. these new uh, morning and evening uh, journals that you can get they have a lot a lot a lot of stuff and even the dailies they have a lot of stuff that you can add to whatever your current lineup is so if you haven't checked out Moxie Life's website make sure you check it out I'm kind of scanning through the comments to see what our patrons got um tyler said he got his digital planner amazing yes so excited so so excited for you um laura says she needs to figure out what she's doing with her goals before she gets a goal planner very fair very very fair yeah, yeah definitely want to have a plan so you don't just you know waste it or not end up utilizing mm-hmm. stuff the best way that you can I've definitely done that in the past. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you know what I'm saying like that's when you buy first and ask questions later. But now, you know, in the year Beyonce 2022, I am trying to ask questions first and buy later. Sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time. You know, I'm a work in progress. But when I can, I definitely want to be a lot more mindful about my spending. Um, let's see what else. What else? Uh, Sarah said that she's in the same boat. She's trying to resist buying a flagship since she bought an EC for 2023. <laughs> but the struggle is real. Girl, it's so real. It's so real. I know. Yeah, it's such good stuff. It all looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I get it. But it's definitely worth figuring out because it ain't cheap. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you're gonna put invest into it make sure it's something that you're definitely going to use and hopefully mm-hmm. you know it works out and everything right exactly exactly <laughs> um rizzo said that she is team redate she bought the chevron pattern chevron pattern from last year a few weeks ago she's gonna wait and see what the black friday release is and then she'll order the nightly reflection notebook that was really smart mm-hmm. because honestly if you're not sure um if you know, if you wanted this planner system, if you knew it was going to work for you, a way smaller investment would have been getting one of their flagship planners from this past year. I think right before um, the new release went on sale, they were like maybe like twenty six dollars, thirty dollars, yeah. something like that. Like the, very affordable, the lowest I've ever, ever, ever seen them. And yeah, you could one hundred percent have gotten one and redated it and see if it works for you before you made mm-hmm. the bigger investment into the twenty twenty three one. Very smart. For sure. Definitely agree with that. Colette said, same Laura, try not to let FOMO convince me to buy something. I'll end up having sit. Colette does. Y'all, we have come such a far, such a long way in this community over the last couple years because I truly feel like like Mm -hmm. back in like 2019, 2020 days of the planner community, like I know at least for myself, the feeling of FOMO, like it physically made me hurt. It physically hurt my body. <laughs> like I hated seeing other people buy stuff and not having it. That's why whenever a happy planner release came out or anything, I mean, I was like speeding to the nearest Joanne and Michaels, like giving them freaking skew numbers and shit, trying to find every all the skew numbers in the collection. You know what I'm saying? Like the yes. desperation. I was so thirsty and desperate. <laughs> Like and like no shade if like if that's what you love and you still mm-hmm. you know want to have all the things that's fine but I'm just in such a different place than that now um that having all the things just does not do it for me like having the things that I really love and really am going to use is what is really doing it for me now so for sure 
Absolutely. I definitely agree. Was there as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially with Happy Planner, the price, the lower price tag gave me the excuse or the permission to like go Mm -hmm. apes to the wall crazy about this Mm -hmm. stuff and get it immediately. Um, I think a a part of it now, um, you know, obviously Moxie Life is much more um, expensive, so it is more of an investment. Mm -hmm. But also that excitement and newness has kind of wore off. Like at this point, like we know what we want. We know what we don't like. So Mm -hmm. we are able to kind of rationalize it and make better decisions and not let FOMO get to us. But yeah, it did physically hurt me too to see people with stuff and not have it. Exactly. And FOMO really like it adds up. It truly adds up. Like if you feel like you could never miss out on any release ever, girl, girl, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pray for your pockets because it's a lot. I be feeling like that though. A lot. I do be feeling like that. It's okay to feel it. It's just it's yeah. just to have the had the like the self control to not have to act on it every single mm-hmm. time. It's okay to get that little ting. Oh, do I really need this stuff? But something that has definitely really been working for me is just putting stuff in my cart and letting it sit for a few days. And if after a few days I still really really want it, I go ahead and get it. And if I and after a few days and I'm over it, then I'm over it. You know, sometimes you just gotta let stuff sit for for a minute to make sure now if it's something that you think is going to sell out and that you know you want i mean girl you know go ahead and yeah you know the difference you You know know the the difference yeah (laughs) you know you definitely know the difference Mm -hmm. but yeah i agree letting it sit um in my car has definitely helped a Mm -hmm. lot um but yeah i don't know we have definitely evolved like you said definitely definitely oh I think so too. Colette said, uh, 2016, 2017, me would buy everything, no thought, all impulse. I feel that. I definitely, I definitely feel that. Um, <laughs> Laura said, I have so much outdated Happy Planner stuff, Traveler's Company, undated stuff, notebooks. So I'm trying to do my best to actually put some of this stuff to use. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? I had a moment the other day where I was planning for next week. I was looking at my sticker kit trying to figure out which one I wanted to use. And I had this really, really cute Halloween kit from Orange Umbrella. And I was like, mm, do I really want to use it? I was like, because I just loved it so much. I just I didn't want to use it because I loved it so much. because I just wanted to like save it. So at first I was like, OK, no, I'm going to use something else. But then I thought about it and I was like, Meg, if you don't use this now, come next Halloween, you might not even be into sticker kits anymore. Like, if you use it, if you love it, use it right now. So I literally, like, forced myself to go ahead and use it. And now I'm so happy because it's the cutest spread ever, and I'm so excited about it. But I literally thought to myself, like, you might be totally off this next year, or it's going to be another kit that you love even more next year. Mm-hmm. And this is just going to end up sitting. So, yeah, the stickers look so much better in your planner. I promise they you. Do. They use do. them, use them, mm-hmm. kids, use them sticker books. If you are in love with it now, use it now. Don't mm-hmm. sit there and wait. Use it because, like, yep. like May said, next Halloween, next holiday, next week, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be something else that you're in love with mm-hmm. or your style changes. Like the things that I was in love with. 2019 2020 is just Mm -hmm. okay now to me you know yep exactly exactly uh sarah said one thing i do like about ec is since the planners are printed on demand there's there's no risk of them selling out ec Mm -hmm. will always be there if you say you want one mid-year facts yeah facts facts yep 
uh danny asked do you remember the wonder of being new to the planner community everything was just amazing like someone was like you can use a ruler to cut washi and your mind was well danny <laughs> that's where i'm at with harry potter that is how I feel about Harry Potter. Everything is so freaking magical. Your mind is blown. It's so great. Yeah. It's so great. It's, That's it's something you want to hold on to forever. That's so true. That's how I yeah. feel about uh, using tweezers to put stickers down. Because I literally just started doing that maybe like three months ago. And I'm like, I can never go back. What was I doing? Putting down my fingers? The ghetto. Oh, the ghetto. <laughs> That's how I feel now. The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh caitlin said i used to run out and buy doubles of all the happy planner release i still haven't finished the verse girl girl yeah. been there caitlin like i wouldn't buy doubles Miss of everything Maker madness yes but on things i really loved i definitely bought doubles and mm-hmm. barely got through didn't get through the first one and it's like girl for what for why <sighs> no reason for why but that's yeah i mean that that was a time what a time to be alive during what that. a time uh bambi said i have so much stuff that i'll never use that needs to go my planning style has changed so much that's the thing that's the thing too we're all just ever evolving Mm -hmm. and changing and that's why i like i said as much as i love sticker kits down right now a year ago six months ago i wasn't thinking about sticker kits and who knows a year from now six months from now i might not be thinking about it again so use the stuff you love while you love it because you might not love it forever you know absolutely like, there's so many happy planner stickers that i just i just hoard it because i just love them so much and i never want to use them and then i ended up giving those, those sticker books away and they could have looked really good in your spread and yep. made you feel happy flipping back to it so yeah yep. Yep. yeah yeah Use them now. If you don't learn anything else from today, it's to vote and use your stickers. <laughs> Just those two things. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much listening to planners and wine this week. <laughs> uh, L- Laura said, "Use your washi. It won't stick forever." Oh, Laura, I can't That's even. I can't even yeah. comprehend it. Oh, Lord, I know it's true though. I know. It, it's yeah, true. it's true. Yeah, that's why I had to, y'all know I love me some Simply Gilded Down, but it, mm-hmm. it's been now four releases where I have put stuff in my cart and just let mm-hmm. it sit. If y'all was on like the uh, VIP meetup, y'all seen me shopping on Simply Gilded. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I did not purchase anything because I just have so much of it and I need to use it. I do use it, but it's like I use it once and then it goes to storage. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm with love you. Love me some washi. I'm with you. Yep. Um, another release. So uh, Aura Estelle has a release there. A6 dated and their dated weeks um, planner. I love the layouts of both of those planners so, so much. And I have been so tempted, but I just know those sizes did not work for me. I know for a fact A6 does not work for me, but I definitely have been yeah. thinking about the weeks one because, you know, every day getting its own page. It's very, very tempting to me. You know, we love that uh, Tomoe River paper so freaking mm-hmm. much. And like their um, their little folios or whatever you want to call them that they put their planners in. They are so freaking cute. So let us know if y'all have yeah. shopped the Aura Stale release. Did you, have you got anything, Myra? I have it in my cart. But honestly, I think I'm going to wait until their next release where they have the notebooks as well. Um, mm-hmm. They said you can order and bundle it. But I'm like, I, I might as well just wait. Cause you gotta yeah. type it and I, 
girl you gotta like much. tell them to hold it and it's very yeah. easy to, it's a, to do that and they will yeah. reimburse you for your shipping so they if will. you buy something now and then you put hold and then you buy something in the next release because you want it all to be shipped together they'll calculate how much you know money it is to actually ship it all in one package and they will mm-hmm. reimburse you for that but yeah I'm with you and also I feel like we can also kind of talk about the fact that Oracell has been dropping some hints about what is coming with this surprise release on the 31st because I am a detective I saw that the hashtags they used were for uh I think B B6 and A5 mm-hmm. planner and I'm like why are they hashtagging B6 and A5 planner if they're not releasing a B6 and A5 dated planner but now they've basically been telling people in the comments on their posts that a surprise is coming in size B6 and A5 and so it's it's definitely a dated planner like there's no way it's yeah. just not a dated planner um so yeah that's something to think about too because i know a lot of people were wishing they had the dated option in those larger sizes Mm -hmm. and so yes (laughs) same (laughs) so you know you might want to wait on that to see um if those come out but like i feel i feel pretty confident that those are coming and i hope too many people aren't too pissed off if they did go ahead and buy a six or weeks thinking they weren't going to have another option and then this other option comes out um that's why you gotta yeah, see, you gotta stay ready. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be in the comments. You gotta be nosy, and that's what I was. I was just yeah. nosy, and that's how I figured it out, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah, and that's another part of the reason why I am holding off because I do want that weeks. I do love that sides. Um, I actually have something to put it in, so I don't even need to get the cover. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited for that. But I I'm gonna have to be honest. I don't like the whole surprise release thing. I don't either, especially not something like that. Like if you want to surprise mm-hmm. us with a notebook or a agenda color or something yeah. like that, that's fine. But don't surprise us with the whole planner. Because like I said, I truly think that some people are buying now, not knowing mm-hmm. that they're going to have it available in these other sizes. And if they do have it available in those other sizes, they're, they're you know, might be people who be like, well, damn, I wouldn't have bought yeah, this I size think that's had I known. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that either. Yeah, it would be like, I, I definitely considered that A6 yes. until I, you know, you started telling me the context clues on that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, yeah. And yeah, I would be livid. Exactly. And you know what? That's like, to me, it's kind of like if EC had like their regular life planner lunch in like April and May, and then in like July, they came out with an Etta V life planner. I'm a riot. I'm a literally riot. So EC, if y'all are listening to this, do not do that. <laughs> do not do that, please. <laughs> Oh man! Like yeah, I, or even if they do do happen to do it, because I know you know shipment and all that stuff. It the equivalent would be to say, oh, there's a surprise release in July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I get it. Like maybe something got held up, so they were like, we're not gonna say because we don't know. I get that part of it, but when you're like, oh, in the surprise. I, yeah. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, it's coming and you're not letting us know. Just that, tell that us. And even if you're not certain about me. the dates, like maybe say we yeah. have this coming for whatever shipping reasons is not going to be, avail- yeah. be available when other stuff is available, but it is coming mm-hmm. and you can get it in time for 2023. We're just not yes. certain. And then, you know, what? that might be the situation with them, but they're still calling mm-hmm. it a surprise release. So I think that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, um, not a fan of that one for sure. No. Danny said, does Oristel do the monthly, weekly, daily? Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes. Now, depending on what planner you get, there might not be a full page 
daily. So I think for like the A6, like the daily doesn't have like a full page. It's like a half a page for every day or something. But there's room to do like a daily spread or you can kind of lay it out however you want it to. But the um the weeks one for sure has a daily page for every day of the year. Yeah. So it yeah, it depends. And I found that the Aurora Stell, um, their paper is the closest to the uh, Hobonichi uh, cousins or Hobonichi in general. Because some people will say they have that Tamo or whatever it's called, that type mm-hmm. of paper, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like the Hobonichi. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten planners and it was like, it, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. It was a little okay. bit more thicker. So gotcha. yeah, that... From my experience, that has been the closest comparable mm-hmm. to Hobonichi. Yep. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Okay, Myra. So Myra, you kind of wanted to talk about another topic. Do you want to kind of introduce it and, and give us all some context, including me? Yes. I <laughs> yes. I just thought this was a fun topic, especially since we have the Patreon people to chime in on it. I was actually listening to another podcast. Um, this is from um one of Kev on stage podcasts, I can't remember which one, but they were talking about um, code switching with friends. And in a sense, mm-hmm. both of them was on one side. Like one of the hosts were like, hey, yeah, I have different friends and I code switch around each friend and I still consider them friends. And Kev is like, well, if you feel like you have to code switch around a friend, are they really your friend? Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was a really good question and I wanted to get y'all input on it. Like, do you have friends that you have to code switch and maybe talk differently? And for reference, like for me, the way I define code switch is like talking differently, not bringing up certain topics kind of thing. Basically mm-hmm. what you would do if you go into work in the mm-hmm. corporate environment. That's that's code switching to me. Right, right. So yeah. Um, yeah. to me, and yeah, we definitely want you guys to kind of chime in um, sure. in the comments if you have any questions on, you know, exactly what code switch is. If y'all need inf- any more information about that, let us know. But uh, I think you can code switch um, with friends because I think just like there are levels to like code switching, there are levels to friendship. You know what I'm saying? And there are people um, that I consider a friend who I might still kind of hold a little bit back from. Like, say if it's somebody and you know that there is just uh, i mean i guess for me it kind of it kind of really depends on like the basis of race a lot of the time. Like if I am with a group of black people, then I am, you know, more than likely, unless I have another reason not to be, I'm like 100% myself, 100% open, would talk about things that I would talk to pretty much anybody about. But if, you know, if the, if I'm not with, you know, exclusively Black people, there are subjects that I won't bring up. And that doesn't mean that there are, there are people around that I don't consider a friend. I personally just might not be comfortable discussing certain topics or saying certain things um, around people. Because one, like I say, it might be a comfortable comfort thing for me and two I don't want to talk to people about stuff that I know they're not going to be able to understand and relate to you know what I'm saying so I I personally I I stray away from that because like I said like and for the most part I do surround myself with people I can talk to things about 100% mm-hmm. but that's just not always the situation you know what I'm saying um what do you think about that Myra and then we're kind of get to the comments yeah I mean I, I agree with you on the basis of race because um 
being the quote unquote black friend can be a bit exhausting to try to explain That's stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, I can see the code switching on that. I agree with that one. Um, but like you as well, I typically don't surround myself with people who don't mm-hmm. quote unquote get it. Um, mm-hmm. but there's also different levels to friendship as well. I the word friend to me, I don't use li- loosely. Right. It's not a loose right. term. If I consider you a friend, like you are somebody that I can have deep conversations with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also recognize that there are people who will be like, "Hey, I work with so and so, and that's my friend." Like you know, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody who uses just, it very casually. Yeah, yeah, very casually. So I recognize that. But for me personally, I guess. It, I guess the answer is it depends. Mm-hmm. Um, because originally when I went into this thinking, like, yeah, no, I don't co switch with my friends, I can talk to any of my friends about anything. But when you brought in race, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. technically, I can't co switch, and technically, I do co switch because it, it can be exhausting. Certain things I don't want to talk can... about because it's too much, 100%. or I'm yep. not in the headspace yep. for it, or whatever, you know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Laura says, nope, I don't surround myself with people I don't feel safe around. Code switching for me is a lack of safety. I agree with you, Laura. Mm-hmm. I, I totally, That's a good point, I totally yeah. see that perspective um, that code switching does. We Especially me, I feel like to me that more applies like in a work environment mm-hmm. because there are lots of people I consider myself very cool with at work and I feel, you know, I feel like I can be myself around them mostly, but there are still things that I don't want to talk to my coworkers about like parts of my For life sure. I don't want to yeah. share with co-workers because at the end of the day I I will never have the level of trust with a co-worker that I have for people that I'm actually friends with like outside of work because you just at the end of the day you just never know you never know somebody's mm-hmm. motivations you never know when they're going to use something to get you or you know something might come back to bite you something that you said at work or whatever so I really don't play about that and like the work environment that I am in now is a very diverse uh, group of people on my team and it can, it's taken me getting some used to seeing that the black people the other black people on my team they slightly cold switch at work they don't cold switch as much as I do like they'll say stuff in front of like yeah. our non-black co-workers that I won't say and when they say it I just be like ah, I said this <laughs> You know, it's because they just have that rapport and that friendship mm-hmm. with them. But honestly, to me, like, is it can be kind of a lack of safety, but also I don't, I don't feel like explaining this. I don't have the bandwidth to explain it. Other people have the patience and the bandwidth to do that. I don't a lot of the time, so I don't even bring it up because I don't want to be questioned about it because I'm annoyed sometimes that I'm having to explain certain things to certain people too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The workplace is um, it it's it's difficult for mm-hmm. sure. There's mm-hmm. always going to be a code switch for me. There's always going to be a separation for me when it comes to the workplace. So yeah, yeah, definitely a code switch there. But it's I don't know. Now my whole perspective on this around friends things have now changed. So I mm-hmm. thank you. I appreciate the conversation yeah. with y'all. <laughs> I do too. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Danny said, I had friends that I have from work that I'm really close with, and then I have other coworkers that I'm not necessarily friends or clo- close with. So, in a sense, I close with. So, yeah, so I guess to a lot of people, it just really depends on like they can be friends with their coworkers, but there is once again levels to that. And some people they are comfortable saying certain things to, and some people they are not. Mm-hmm. Very fair. 
Uh, Colette said, workplace, I do what I got to do. Being the only black woman at my level, I have to collect my money, but they ain't my friends. Girl, period. And period. <laughs> I have always had that mentality, too. I have sure. truly, like, this is probably, like, mm, I had some friends um, when I used to work at, at State Farm because there was a lot of black women, a lot of black women around my age, and we hung out outside of work, so I definitely considered them friends. Um, but besides that, for the most part, I have definitely kept co-workers at a very strict distance um yeah you know what i'm saying For like sure. even me and myra like we didn't get super close until we weren't working in the same place <laughs> anymore and i don't <laughs> think it was yeah. by it wasn't like on purpose i was never yeah. like oh, i worked with her so i can't talk to her we just found out that we had way more things in common outside of work than we even mm-hmm. did at work like the our friendship literally started with both of us complaining about work all the time basically For sure. saying how yeah. shitty it was. it was trauma bonding. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And then we started to figure out, like, oh, we actually have other stuff in common besides just hating this job. Go us. Yeah. But yeah, this this conversation is definitely very interesting. And it the whole code switch with friends doesn't mean like work friends. It's just like, for mm-hmm. instance, like I have planner friends and I have people who, you know, don't do planners that are friends. Mm-hmm. And I have mom friends non-mom friends you know like certain mm-hmm. different friends it doesn't have to be co-workers so i just wanted to clarify on that conversation yes the work yes. thing just kind of came about because that is typically where most people co-switch most black work. people co-switch for sure yeah, for sure for sure yes but yeah yeah definitely wanted to clarify like do you have different set of friends that you co-switch it doesn't necessarily have to be co-workers in a sense but 100 yeah yeah but yeah i definitely think so <laughs> Um, Kayla says she always keeps her coworkers at a distance. I think mm-hmm. you would never just you never go wrong with kind of keeping your coworkers at a distance. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. When does that not work out? But it always it, it, something can go down if you don't keep them at a distance all the time. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Raina says she follows uh, Jade and XD's mantra: "Say no to coworkers, girl." Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for years. I was saying that for and you know what it's so funny that we're talking about this, especially in relation to the workplace now, because yesterday uh, my boss had like a like a gathering, like a fall gathering at his house for like everybody on our team. And even though I really enjoy the people I work with, I really was kind of dreading going because I just didn't want to go and be social. And then it's like I spent so much time with y'all at work. I mm-hmm. was kind of feeling like, oh, I don't want to spend my time with them outside of work. <laughs> But at least this was something that you could bring like your family, your spouse, you know, kids or whatever to. And we ended up going last night and it was a really, really good time. And I was really, mm-hmm. really glad um, that we went. So, you know, I try to keep my guard up, but, you know, it's OK to let it down um, sometimes. And don't be scared to like let people in and connect with people. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that, you know, work is the primary thing that brings y'all together. So you always have to be like right. cautious, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. R- Renee said, when it comes to changing who I fundamentally fundamentally am with friends, I don't do that. I do close switch for race, like using cis with my black film friends only. Period. Yeah. That makes total that. sense. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. makes total sense. And same. Uh, <laughs> yes. And same. <laughs> Uh, you know, and another thing, because I have like I'll have one coworker who I really love, but I feel like if I ever, and she's a white lady, like an older white lady, I feel like if I ever call her sis, she would take that as like permission to her for her to call me sis back. Yeah. So I was I never call her that because I don't even want to get it twisted. Like, yeah, like I I just I'm just very careful. 
I'm just very, very We careful. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, because you imagine like somebody, no, no, no. Um, Danny said on the queerness level the other day, I forgot who I was talking to. And I said, see you next Tuesday. If y'all know, mm-hmm. if you know, you know. And he didn't realize what he said until he saw some giant straight eyes. <laughs> Danny, oh my gosh. Were you in school? Please tell me you were not in school at work. I'm sure he wasn't. <laughs> Danny's oh so careful. I'm sure he was not. But Danny yeah. said they were all so confused and nervous. And I went, oops, I'm sorry. I meant this. <laughs> so hey, that, that's a good point, Danny, that you bring yeah. up. And I wonder, like, when you when you put in, like, a queerness perspective, is there a code switch around if you have other, like, non-queer friends? I definitely think there, there is. And then, I like, for us, is. like, yep. when it comes to race, like, there is a code switch mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. I love this conversation because I went in here thinking, mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, all of my friends I don't code switch with. But, yeah, when you, like, are a marginalized person, you you technically you do. Technically you do. Yep. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. Because it could yeah. be a situation with Danny, too. Like, maybe he doesn't feel like having to explain mm-hmm. every reference you know and because that's the that's the perspective i'm coming from as a black woman like i don't feel like having to explain every single reference that i make or you know what i'm saying because i just don't want to yeah. do all that but some people have like i said some people have the bandwidth to do that i'm just not one of those people most of the time now depending on who yeah. i'm talking to perhaps depending on what day it is it could change but i don't yep. want anybody to ever mm-hmm. assume that i owe them explanations for right. my yeah. humanity basically yeah. you know like if i want to explain it i will but i don't owe anybody explanation ever you know for sure yeah yeah that's a that's just a whole another different take that i was not even thinking about originally and um mm-hmm. Unfortunately, only marginalized people like, dang, we got to mm-hmm. deal with that with friendships too. Girl, and it doesn't mean like yeah. certain people are more friends or they're not good friends or they're bad people, but it's mm-hmm. just something that just like I didn't even think of that was that I do all the time, you know, yep. it's just subconscious. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Laura said she totally gets the work stuff, it's hard. She works at a uh, PWI and she's the only black woman in the office however she came in raw so that they knew what they were getting I interviewed in the hair wrap and wood and rings period Laura I said nothing less from you yes I said nothing less from you and you know what that does make it easier also Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying when you come in as your full self and people Mm -hmm. fully know what they're getting they're not surprised like I feel like you know over time like being in my job I feel like I have slowly opened up more and so I feel like it might be catching some of my co-workers off guard like one of my other black co-workers one day I was talking to him and we were talking about something I don't even remember what it was he literally was like oh so you black black and I'm like, why would you ever think that I wasn't black? But and it's because I hadn't really showed like yeah. my full self and like talked about certain like black topics because we were usually always like in a mixed crowd, and I just wasn't comfortable. Like even if other people was talking about it, I still was just like kind of reserved. So when I said something like extra black, he was like, "Oh, you saw you black black." I'm like, "Yeah, fool, I'm black black." Thanks for recognizing that. Finally, like. Yeah, I think everybody always have the um, Meg is black, black moment. I had that at work when you (laughs) asked me about the uh, natural hair stuff. I said, oh, Meg is black, black. So everybody (laughs) must have that moment. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Exactly. (laughs) As long as they know. know. As long as they know. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you know what? I feel like that is something like among like black people is like it's kind of levels to blackness mm-hmm. as well. And it's like because mm-hmm. just because somebody is black, like they don't that doesn't necessarily mean they have the same shared life experience yeah. or grow or grew up the same way that you did. Because a black person growing up in a black environment is very different than a black person who grew up in a non-black environment you know what i'm saying and it's not to say you're like judging people because of how black they are nobody should be doing that but it's kind of it's kind of still trying to kind of gauge like you know what is their black experience is their black experience similar to my black experience or do they have a totally different black experience that has kind of shaped their like worldview and their perspective to where they don't see things the way that i see them and that's very yeah. possible. Like we're not a monolith. All of us are very, very different. So, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, such good conversations. Oh my gosh, such good conversation. Yeah. Yes. Um, Raina said that I had. She has a couple of previous friend work friends who are now life friends, but that's it. After a surprise layoff, after ten dedicated years, I trust nobody. Girl, well, they your friends today. To learn that too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That and that hurts too. Like if you you leave a job, get fired, laid off, whatever, and you mm-hmm. thought the people that um you know you had at work were your friends, and you realize that those was just truly work friends. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That mm-hmm. really sucks. But it's it's a hard lesson, and I honestly I hope everybody knows that lesson, so they don't have to go through believing that. Yes, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, Danny said he wasn't at school, but he was at a PD with a bunch of other teachers. So he might as well have been in school. <laughs> Just the kids weren't around. <laughs> I love you so much. Um, Colette says she can't spend time teaching anyone at this point or have people get too comfy and say something I don't need to call them out for. That's another thing. Having that comfort with people and showing them that you're comfortable with them they are going to naturally feel comfortable with you. And sometimes them being comfortable with you is okay. Sometimes y'all might have the rapport and the friendship to where they can say or ask you certain things. But sometimes it's like a false sense of comfort that they have and they take it a little mm. too far. And that's what I'm always kind of scared about, especially with coworkers who yeah. I can't just cut them off. I can't just pretend like they don't. I mean, I can't, I could try, but they're there. And a lot of times I have to work and interact with these people. I don't ever want our relationship to get to the point where they're so comfortable with me that they say something off the wall and I have to like cuss them out or something. And then our, our work is <laughs> like shit, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, so that's a that's a fear too of people getting too comfortable because people do get too comfortable. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, coworkers are the worst. Say no to coworkers. Yeah. That's the, that's the that's the third lesson of this it episode. Yeah. Say no to coworkers. <laughs> yeah. And Tyler says it's hard for him around all the family during the holidays. So that brings up something else. Like is anybody cold switching around family members? Is it, Does anybody have family that they don't necessarily feel 100% comfortable being themselves around or they don't feel safe around them to be their true selves and they're having to like pull back a little on their personality? What do y'all think about that? Um, I mean, obviously it's a level of cold switching, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be cussing around my grandparents. Fair. But... Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I feel privileged. Well, 
on certain side. Like I literally have two polar opposite side of the family. Like my dad's side of the family have always been able to be open with, mm-hmm. talk about literally everything still to this day. Mm-hmm. My mom's side of the family, like we we don't even say I love you over there. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's just polar opposite. Like mm-hmm. I love you is just flowing over here on my dad's side, but mm-hmm. on my mom's side is just a whole different thing. So I guess on that point, I do kind of co-switch when I go over there or honestly, as an adult, I've gone over around those people on my mom's side far, far less. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily yeah. my mom isn't, isn't like that. Like I like real tight relationship with her, but Mm-hmm. her side of the family like I just kind of remove myself from that and just spend more time over here mm. in the happy safe open period have conversation land so yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. true that's true that is that is one of the good things about being an adult and really having the the independence to be able to choose like who you're mm-hmm. around how much you're around them and if it's people that you don't feel safe around you don't have to be around them or you can be around them way less than when you were mm-hmm. a kid and you really did not have a lot of options because I feel like we all kind of grew up with the mentality from like older generations that family is family and family is everything and you don't turn your back on family and all this type of shit and it's like sometimes yeah. you don't turn your back on family <laughs> though for your own yeah. personal health and sanity for sure. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Caitlin said, yes, her immediate family, she's the odd one and she has never fit in. So she's very guarded with them. It's levels to this cold switching thing, man. It's it something I've levels. never even thought about. And yeah. it applies to so many different people in so many different situations. Yeah. Yeah. Not is exactly what I thought this conversation was going to go, but I it's be all it. over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's truly levels. It's definitely truly levels. It, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with coworkers, with family, I, but I, and I can see it sometimes in some cases, family people can feel trapped there. Like if you're dependent mm-hmm. on that family, if you still live with that family, mm-hmm. um, and it's the same thing with work. Everybody, like obviously, you can just get another job. Mm-hmm. but it ain't easy it's not like easy the, yeah. yeah the average job search is like nine months like sometimes you just have to deal everybody just mm-hmm. can't up and quit and support themselves so they find something else mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of code switching going around for survival basically i know literally for survival yeah. that's so true that's so yeah. true Oh, I love that conversation. Thank you so yeah. much for bringing in that topic, Myra. It is always yeah. a good one. And y'all literally continue this topic in the comments when you see this posted mm-hmm. on Instagram. If you're a Patreon and you're in our Facebook group, let's continue this conversation over there as well because we would love to get as many perspectives as possible. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are back. Um, and just in case you are wondering, our collab with Chrissy and Designs is still available. It might 
be becoming available permanently. Uh, we are possibly working on that because you guys have loved it so much and it's been doing so well. But no matter what, go ahead and check out the Chrissy Ann Designs website. Look at all the amazing collabs that she has available, including ours, and pick up some stickers. I am crazy about our stickers and I definitely need to get more of them. I love seeing them in my planner. It just makes me so happy. I don't know if it's a little egotistical or what, but I don't care. I don't care. Oh well, they look so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. They are so cute. I actually um um I'm thinking about getting some um kits for December and January. So I might just mm -hmm. go ahead, add a few little some planners little... and wine in there. Mm -hmm. Some Julie plan stickers. Yep. Yep. And check out. Add it to yep. the cart. Add it to the cart. Yep. Shout out to Kristen. We are so proud of that collab. You guys have been tagging us when y'all have been receiving your stickers, and we appreciate seeing them so much. Keisha in the comments said that she just got her stickers this week. Keep the tags coming. Either show us the whole sticker sheet and tag us in it, or if you put them in your planner, take a picture of your planner and tag them in it. If you really want brownie points and you want to make Myra and Danny super happy, maybe make a reel with our stickers. <laughs> Any of the things, any of the things. You know what? I do need to do that. I need to do the real too. <laughs> Damn it, I just called you out by accident. My bad. <laughs> that was so not on purpose. <laughs> uh, no, I just really thought about like, why haven't I done a reel with those stickers? Like, Period. duh. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I need to see it. I think I need to see it. Let's yeah, go. It's happening. Let's go. Yes. And also, um, in January, we will be at the Planner Memory Social Conference. It is Harry Potter themed. So that is so exciting. We will be speaking. That is in January once again in Atlanta. So come hang out with us. There are still a handful of tickets left. Um, and we would love to see you guys. A couple weeks ago, um, we did the whole sporting hat thing. And basically with this conference, they we basically had to pick our tables kind of through the sorting hat, which was very, very cool. And um, it was a little hectic because I was so scared that we wasn't going to end up together. But we did. Nobody <laughs> so wanted to sat. sit at the Slytherin table. <laughs> we did not. They did not. What? So we That's just have fine. a wizarding world table that was the most fair thing to do because why should you we think me as a slitter and want it to be fair do you think i wanted it to exactly. be fair? that's the problem <laughs> that's the problem i mean we could have went with majority rules since both me and laura are hufflepuffs and we could have just made y'all sit at a hufflepuff table but <laughs> just the silence julie don't want to be over there <laughs> <laughs> but that's I appreciate y'all Hufflepuffness of doing what would be fair for everybody. What was fair for everybody? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, y'all. If anybody knows anything about me, the one thing in this world I cannot take is unfairness. <laughs> it burns me up on the inside. I cannot stand when things are unfair. It has to be fair. I'm or I'm, I'm cutting somebody. Okay. I'm dead serious. That's when my Slytherin comes out when shit gets unfair. And that's Myra Slytherin trying to make shit unfair. So we was at odds. But it all worked out. <laughs> it worked out. It's going to be fun. Um, I've already... Um, I got my outfits together. I have my real ideas for the conference. Right. I'm so stoked about it. I think I might that's even dope. do some blinked out chucks for my Ooh, outfit. Stun on them. I see you. I, yeah. We'll see. If I can find Myra some is the proudest Slytherin on this earth. 
I love That's it. So I love it for her. I love I it. For her. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy some Harry Potter stuff to wear. And right now, there's like this. Harry Potter experience exhibit that's actually in Atlanta right now and it will be until February so we're definitely going to go to that while we're in town mm-hmm. like the timing of this is just meant to be it's, it's just perfect meant to be, it's literally. perfect like I love this Rose so yeah we would love for y'all to join us it's gonna be so yeah so fun. Be fun. so we yeah. will have the website links in our show notes definitely mm-hmm. go check it out um and let us know if you're coming Oh, Laura said she went when it was in Philly. How was it? Tell us about it. She amazing. Said amazing. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. I'm excited for it. Uh, I got some real ideas yeah. for there too. Can I be in a real? Y'all all gonna be in the real, of oh, course. See, I, I should be getting <laughs> forced into stuff. Nobody asking my, for my consent, but at least I uh, want to do. We this. know. We know you want to. It's fine. <laughs> I do want to. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm so excited. All righty. So we can go ahead and talk about a little bit of celeb garbage. First thing I put on here was why we're done discussing Kanye West. Um, Actually, you ain't already know that? Well, I don't know if I ever said it for sure. (laughs) He's doing so much bizarre stuff. Um, I just feel like... All these platforms, because it even as we speak, there are still people who are still giving him a platform, and it's like they're trying to talk some type of reason into him through this, and it's just it just makes no sense. It just makes no sense. There is no reasoning with him, obviously. For you know, is I don't know what it's going to take for him to come to his senses and realize how dead wrong he is about everything that he's doing. But I don't know. It's just like I just don't even have the bandwidth to think about Kanye West anymore because he is just he is the he is seriously Kanye West is one of the biggest disappointments of my life. <laughs> like like legit, and that's a huge thing to say. Yeah. That's a huge wow. thing to say. I know, but he is because Kanye was my was my favorite artist of all time at one point in time, and to see his fall from grace and how it's happening, it is so just sad. it's so sad. It's too much for me. Like that's why I can't even listen to the old music. It just hurts because he is just not that person. Like I can't believe it. I can't trust it. I can't trust him. And I was listening to um, another podcast, and they put it really, really well. They basically said that we didn't ask or force Kanye to come out and be so pro-black and so pro-us and make this music that we just connected with so much. And he did. It's like, he like, he like invited himself into like our hearts and our brains. And you know what I'm saying? And like, especially for black people, like I really connected with him on black shit. That was Mm -hmm. the, that was the main like pool or whatever for me and for a lot of us or whatever. And to see the ways that he has betrayed that over the past few years is just too much for me. It is too much. I can't take it anymore. And I'm just, I'm totally over it. So, I mean, outside of yeah. him just doing something that we just have no choice but to talk about, I just don't even like it's, he just doesn't exist on this podcast anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's exhausting. Kanye is exhausting. Uh, mm -hmm. Clearly, this man is going through, you know, some mental health episodes. It, it's quite obvious. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. Kanye West is responsible for Kanye West's mental health. Mm -hmm. And he mm -hmm. has yes, not he fully taken responsibility of it. He does not want to. Mm -mm. It, there's nothing nobody else in his life can do for him. No. I, it, you know? And mm -hmm. I just feel like a Lord just brought up Nori and drink temps and him being on there and, you know, his, mm -hmm. all the rhetoric, they allow him to stay on the platform. I feel like it's oh really predatory for these people to continue to let this man who is clearly having a mental health episode on mm -hmm. their platform for clicks mm -hmm. and views. For clicks and views. Yep. Like I, you know, I halfway listened to nori's quote-unquote apology because i think he went to like maybe it was the breakfast club I'm breakfast club sure. yeah charlamagne okay mm -hmm. um and it's just like uh first of all like i i don't even know why nori did that because you just made yourself look 10 times worse and second it's like it's so obvious y'all put this man on y'all platform for the views like mm -hmm. i don't care nothing about what this man is saying mm -mm. y'all don't care how harmful it is to the black community for just you know, people it just in general. Mm -hmm. Y'all didn't care. Y'all, y'all knew y'all knew people was gonna download it because Kanye West was on there. Yeah, and pretty it, much. it's so predatory. It's so infuriating because this man is clearly this man clearly needs help, and y'all mm -hmm. keep using him. And now it's like making it seem like I'm like taking up for for Kanye on it, but it's like, yeah, it's it's so wrong on so many levels, and it's so annoying, and it's it's. It's exhausting. This is awesome. My thing is when you have a public platform, you are responsible for the things that you allow people to say mm -hmm. on your public platform. We have always felt like that. We have always said that. Like even mm -hmm. when it comes to other podcasts and things that might have been said on their podcast, things that guests have been said on their podcast. Like, no, like you're accountable for what your guests say because one, you have the option to not invite somebody who you know is gonna say some problematic shit onto your platform. Yeah. Two, if you do invite that person on your platform and they say some problematic shit, most of the time podcasts are not live. You have the option to not release it. You have the um, option to redact certain parts of the interview. You have all those options rather than just letting it fly. And the fact that Nori and Drink Chaps literally released that podcast where he was saying those disgusting lies about George Floyd on their platform, like literally uh, unchallenged. That's on them. Whatever that and whatever, and that's why Nori come going challenge. around on his apology tour looking stupid mm -hmm. because they know that was a huge mistake. Eventually, they did end up taking it down, just taking the whole interview down. But the internet is forever. Those clips are on the internet ever. Like the and honestly, the only reason why they are taking it down where they did take it down is because they were scared of getting sued because the family of George Floyd is suing Kanye West and could very well probably sue Drink Champs for allowing him to say that on their platform and releasing those lies, those unchallenged lies. So I, even if they challenge it, like you said, most podcasts aren't live. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Why are you releasing that? Yep, for money, for clicks, for views. For virality, that's why you release it. It's mm -hmm. the only reason you you know that. And like like Laura said, like Nori out of all people know that what he was saying was some bull. Yep, yep, yep. 
And a lot of people are trying to use Kanye West also for their own like personal hero moment, I guess, because even as like disgusting Piers Morgan had Kanye on his show um, a couple of nights ago where he was challenging the things that Kanye West said. But I'm, I'm just like, you are not a hero for letting this person spew this type of venom on your platform. And now you're challenging him. Like, no, you shouldn't be giving him a platform to say this type of shit at all. Like you are not going to change his mind. Like anybody who thinks that they are the one single entity that's going to change somebody's mind, who is, who is constantly saying this anti-black nonsense, saying this, this anti-Semitic nonsense, like, you're not going to change their mind. So you're just doing it for your own personal gain. Like what Myra was talking yeah. about, you want to look like the hero. Yeah. You want to look like you're doing something good and righteous. And you're not because you're just doing it for clicks and views. Because unfortunately, Kanye and his hatred is what's hot right now. Yeah. So yeah, they, they get no credit it, it, it all. It all is very selfishness. It all is abusive. It's It would be like us having Trump on here to try and prove that he's wrong. For what? For why? It's a, and it's a lot of really problematic people in the planner community that we could absolutely have on the podcast just so we could dis- disagree with them. But why? Oh, yeah. For why? But why would we ever do that? Why would we ever do that? If we have, and if we ever had somebody on the podcast who said something that we didn't agree with, or we or we thought was wrong, or misinformation, or it has to be more than just not agreeing with, but like really like yeah, into the territory of like lies and misinformation, harmful stuff. Yeah. Harmful stuff we definitely would never even post a podcast like that. We'd be like, you know what? It, it would probably be a situation where we would like literally stop the interview. Like, you know what? This actually is not gonna work. It ain't gonna work. We're not putting this shit out. <laughs> Like we don't even want to waste your time no more. Exactly. Oh, so disgusting. So yeah, tomato, tomatoes. Y'all, y'all understand? We not talking about them animal. Nope. Nope. Mm. -mm. No, I'm done. I'm done, and we should all be done. Um. Yeah. That's that's it. Uh, something very. something kind of small but it actually is kind of a big deal is selena gomez and Haley bieber took like several pictures together at an event recently do you know the significance of this myra i'm gonna explain it but i'm just curious if you know the significance of it selena who selena gomez and Haley bieber i feel like that says it all who is Haley bieber it's justin bieber's wife oh he married <laughs> <laughs> like who, who the hell is Haley? This how you used to date? Okay, okay. Haley Bieber, uh, she is in the family of she's in the Baldwin family. You know, like Alec Baldwin and all those actors and stuff. She like yeah, Alec yeah, Baldwin's yeah. niece. I, I okay. believe. Um, so yeah, her and Justin were like on and off back in the day when him and Selena Gomez were on and off. And at one point, him and Selena Gomez like broke up and he married Haley Bieber like literally like four months later. So there was always this mm. thing of Selena Gomez's fans being really mad and hateful to Haley Bieber, blaming her for Justin and Selena not ending up together, blaming her for their relationship, breaking up, saying that Justin cheated on Selena with Haley. And I believe that they got married in like 
2018. So it's been like four to five years. And the amount of hate that Hailey Bieber gets from those people, like if you go to any of her TikToks or any of her Instagrams, like you will see comments from diehard Selena Gomez fans, like still going the fuck off on her basically after all these years. Like they, they won't let it go pretty much. Yeah, I don't know since Selena and Bieber been together. Literally like four or five years. And he's been married this entire time to somebody else. Oh, look at me. Mm-hmm. I just, yep. yeah, I guess I must be a Selena fan because I just did not. Mm-mm. She See, didn't even what... exist to me. <laughs> Period. But yeah, so Hayley Bieber went on a podcast the other, like a couple weeks ago called Call Her Daddy, where she was, this is really one of the first times she had like really publicly talked about the whole situation. And she denied that Justin ever cheated on um, Selena with her and, you know, talked about, you know, how rabbit stands are and how they just won't let it go and all this type of type of stuff and but how she never blamed selena for that because she just knew that you know selena selena don't want those people acting like that but selena just ain't really did anything about it ever and so mm-hmm. they happened to be at this event together a couple and i think no it was it was commented on the podcast by the podcaster that really all selena needs to do is like comment on one of Haley's pictures or j- just show some type of public sign that she's cool with Haley and mm-hmm. you know the fans chill a bit but even Haley was like you know it would be nice if she did that but I don't expect her to do that she doesn't owe me anything which I really appreciated her saying that because Selena don't owe her shit facts um yeah. and so yeah so they ended up at this event together and they took like several pictures together looking very very chummy so i think people kind of took that as selena's like i'm cool with her y'all can chill type of moment now are the, the stands gonna chill probably not maybe a no. little bit maybe no. yeah they're never gonna completely go away because you know once people don't like somebody you can't tell them nothing about that person it doesn't matter who tries to stop them but it did it was kind of like a sign of like okay maybe they should chill but i just thought it was cute i just wanted to bring that up because it was just you know random <laughs> that's a nice random one yeah. and it was nice it was a really cute moment because Haley does seem like a good person and I don't think she ever knew what she was getting herself into Mary and Justin Bieber. I don't think she ever expected herself to be harassed by his ex-girlfriend's fans for the rest of her life. Shit is wild. She is very wild. I mean, it's kind of part of the territory. I mean, Mary and Justin Bieber, it was going to be something. If it wasn't going to be Selena, it, it was going to be something else. But, yeah, I, you know, I'm glad they did that to tell the folks to chill. But like you said, folks ain't going to chill. Chill. They need to chill. They definitely need to chill. Like, have you heard, Um, it's like a sound that's now on TikTok that people will use it for reels or something, where Haley had made a TikTok a few months ago and she was literally talking to the Selena stands and she was like, leave me alone. I don't do anything. I don't mess with anybody. I don't, I'm going to have to sing it to I you. need that sound. I need <laughs> it. Send it to me. <laughs> it was such a classy drag. It was such a classy drag. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> But yeah, that's literally me. But I, I I do I did listen to her when she was on Call Her Daddy, and I do remember thinking because at one point, like Haley, like vehemently denied that Justin had ever cheated on Selena with her, 
And I was like, I kind of sided that a little bit because I was like, now nah, Haley, at the end of the day, I know that's your husband, but you only got his word to go yeah. out. Like, you don't know. Selena confirmed that he never cheated because that's what I would need to truly be able to believe that I would need Selena to have confirmed to me that they were never together when they were together. Because, you, you know, men just say shit. Chromosome wise, just say shit. We can't always trust it. Well, so, I mean, I'm why would he saying. tell you the truth? <laughs> exactly. I mean, he should. He Don't get me wrong. He definitely should. But exactly. he yeah. has more reason to lie than to be upfront about it. Exactly. So exactly. that's why I was kind of sidelining her. But, you know, maybe, you know, the picture is Selena's way of saying, yes, this is not Haley's fault. The men have not work out. Even though we all, the adults in the room, we all know that. It's still some people living like we still in 2016, 2017, who clearly yeah. are adults now and they still acting a damn fool. Because to be clear, all these people who are acting like this to her still are grown people now. Yeah, they overgrown. Yeah, overgrown. let it go. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> but yeah, uh, Laura just brought up something in the comments. I just found out about this. So um, the BTS fan base are, of course, they're going to be very, very sad because the group is going yeah. on hiatus because they have to do their military. Do they have to do their military service? Are they choosing? I wasn't sure about I feel like that. I had chose to. That's what I had thought. Yeah, I thought they. I chose they had to. like voluntarily yeah. joined the army. Was which my is wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like basically, all able-bodied men has to do their Mm -hmm. military service before was it twenty-one or before thirty? It was before thirty. And one of the members are, you know, they just turned thirty and it got extended. And you know, it was a whole rabbit hole I went down. Yeah, so they all were just like, let's all do it together. Yeah, and it's kind of like a protest against the Korean government because a lot of their Mm -hmm. stock went down when they announced that. They're gonna lose BTS, so much money. They're gonna lose yeah. so much for your money. Not able to perform because they were generating mm-hmm. so much money. So much money for them, like billions of dollars. Like we're literally mm-hmm. talking billions with a B. B is in boy. Yeah, billions. That is, you know what? And Mason is so crazy about their song Dynamite, and she actually got me into it as well. Like that's a good ass song. Like that's like they are talented. They got some good music. Yeah. It was just always crazy to me that it's like seven people in that group. I just feel like that was very big <laughs> for a group, but like I think four to five tops, but whatever. Um, yeah, did okay, they so- uh, volunteer instead of being asked? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like a few of them had to be extended. One of the members just turned thirty, or yeah, recently became thirty, so his stuff got extended, and yeah, I That's I feel crazy. like they did it as a form of protest because it was you know. They are the economy. Yeah. They are the Korean they co- are, economy. They are a big part of the economy. That is so true. That's so true. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I hope everybody's okay. Um, Danny just asked the elephant in the room question: What if someone dies? Let's just hope and pray that don't happen, Danny. Because oh my gosh, that would be so tragic. <laughs> tragic. Gosh, that would be so horrible. I mean, not to say their tragic. life has any more value than anybody else's, but we just know them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly, that's the yeah. only difference. Uh, yeah, of course, it, of course, it's wild. the United States' fault. Laura says she's a nerd, so she has to tell us the reason Korea has that requirement is actually the United States' fault. Everything goes back to us being trash. I swear, I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yep. 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 Anyway. Um, some breaking news drama that I really don't have all the information on right now, but I'll just tell y'all what I know. Travis Scott may be caught up in a cheating scandal. Apparently, he has been in a relationship with some other chick who really looks a lot like Kylie Jenner since like 2013 mm. um and somehow this is getting exposed homegirl says she got texts and all that um to prove it but i haven't seen anything like that only thing that we have seen as far as evidence it's the only thing i've seen as far as evidence is that she was like very clearly backstage like some video shoot that he did i guess recently um and he you know how would she have access to something like that unless there's something because you know he is like publicly denied that he knows the girl he says she he don't know how she got access to the video shoot but it was suspicious to me that and kind of a red flag to me that he is even publicly directly addressed this because a lot of times Mm -hmm. when stuff happens if it's bs most of the time celebrities don't even address it so the fact that he publicly directly addressed it makes me think there might be some some fire behind this smoke because why else yeah. if it's just some random person lying on you like and they haven't put in really any concrete evidence like why is it a big deal like why are you even addressing it you know so girl know. the the kardashian jenner uh clan they stay up in this segment girl they 50 percent of the segment because kanye <laughs> count as them he does it's so true <laughs> They stay in some trash. They stay in some trash. And you know what? They stay caught up in some type of cheating scandals as well. But you know what? Something interesting to note about Kylie and Travis, neither one of them have ever explicitly said that they were in an exclusive relationship. From my understanding, I have never seen either one of them like publicly like say we are in an exclusive relationship. So I was always under the impression they were in some type of open relationship since they weren't like explicit about it yeah. even though they have had two kids um you know so i don't know i will more to come on that i guess mm-hmm. yep. i will look that up on tiktok after yep. this yep. to go down that oh, rabbit hole because oh yeah shout that's out all to you TikTok. Need. tiktok has all the info yeah tiktok is the new google literally Why y'all don't want to get on tiktok is beyond me because yep. whew, them rabbit yep. holes i'll be going down it's crazy <laughs> so crazy Danny says wait uh, y'all I'm stuck on the draft can you imagine when does the US stop drafting am I too old yet I'm not ready to <laughs> Danny I think the US just has a requirement that all men above the age of 18 have to sign up for military service or something just in case but they are never they're, they haven't done like a real draft in decades and it would have to be some real dire circumstances for them to like literally force uh y'all to fight so but i don't put it past them is all i can say because <laughs> this country man never stops surprising. sucks to be the y chromosomes boy it does it does <laughs> i am so not good. ready to hold a gun either girl Danny, i feel like holding the gun is isn't that like requirements to be a texan or something like that low-key Loki, they give me one when you're born in Texas. Last time I checked. All jokes. All jokes. Uh, we think. We think. Neither <laughs> one of us have been born in Texas. Well, you know what? My, well, my child is a girl, so. Yeah, so you still know. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Not Daddy said he gonna be blinking his gun and playing it. <laughs> okay, Daddy. <laughs> blinking it. <laughs> Danny will blink anything, okay? I truly believe that. He will blink anything. <laughs> Uh, last thing we'll end to wrap up the show with some spooky season movie updates Myra what movies have you watched uh, this week um, I don't have any new I don't believe Man, what the hell you be doing all week why you don't, be, why you don't watch one movie TikTok oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I need to delete it off my phone cause yeah yeah I oh need my to gosh. catch up oh so sorry It's all right. I did it's watch right. The Great Pumpkin Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Okay, yeah. that count. That count. Yeah. What do you think? It was cute. Yep. Very cute. I love Charlie Brown. I love yeah. that whole like peanut series. I've always really enjoyed it. I, I like love the Christmas um, one better though. But the Christmas better. Mm-hmm. I like my favorite one is uh like Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown, when they're at, like the summer count. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-mm. I think it's called Race for Your Life. Yeah. Check that one out. That one is very, very cute. That's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch that one. But yeah, it, it was cute. I need to get back mm-hmm. on the man. I've been letting y'all down this season. I'm sorry. What we'll man got what to... you got? We're gonna have to keep spooky season going into November because it's still we might have to at least halfway. Yeah, (laughs) at least halfway, (laughs) y'all. There we go. I watched It Follows. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's on Netflix. If anybody wants to check it out, y'all, that movie is so creepy and weird. I like it though. I did like it. I didn't only thing I didn't like was how the ending was just so ambiguous. I wanted like a true, like ending like to have something to be like settled and the situation wasn't really settled at the end nope. but yeah if y'all aren't sure about what it falls is about basically um is basically about some like evil entity that follows you that follows people it's basically a sexually transmitted <laughs> equal evil disease entity, basically, basically. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a very interesting movie it is a very interesting movie i did enjoy it it was very creepy so yeah, How did you thank feel you for about that, the beginning and the car scene. With, girl, it was too much. I was like, really? I feel like you need to go to jail <laughs> for that one. I think so too. Directly for jail. To jail. This is such I think so too. Yeah, it was too much. Because he only he he literally, you know, had sex with her so that he could pass on mm-hmm. the evil entity, basically. And then he showed her that the evil entity was real. And that's the thing. It's like you can't even really get rid of the evil entity because if it you can pass it on, but if it takes out the person that you pass it on to, it's back to you. you. Yeah, that's the fucked up so, part to me. Yeah, the only thing you can do is keep trying to keep. like pass it on, but eventually, yeah. it's always going to be in the back of your head that it could be coming for you. Yes, yes. There's no way exactly. to end it. Basically, exactly. Oh, and girl, that, and oh, I feel wild. like this movie was kind of like a throwback to like horror movies from the 80s that mm-hmm. really tried to ramp it into like teenagers that if you have sex you die in movies because that was always happening <laughs> in all the oh, like, well, if yeah. you look at like yeah. the Jason movies anybody who ever had sex in any of those movies is like not gonna make it Yeah, so that was kind of crazy but yeah I liked it I definitely liked it I started watching The Witch it's on HBO Max it might be too much for even me I'm not gonna lie to you. Like maybe like 10, 15 minutes into it, I was like, mm, I don't know, because it's kind of set in like old timey, like Puritan days, which already really creeps me out. 
So yeah, it was a lot. So I might, I don't know if I'm revisiting. What is it about? (sighs) To be honest, I'm not even a hundred (laughs) percent (laughs) sure. To be honest, I don't know. (laughs) So it's set in 1630s New England. Um, and it's basically, yeah, that's all the information that I have. It said in 1630s New England, and I think there is like some type of witch or evil entity or maybe even a goat, something weird, something weird and bad is happening and killing people, which, you know, describes yeah, a lot a of scary movies. Me. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'll let y'all know. Is it kind of supernatural it. thing or is it yes. magical since witch? So, yes, to both of them. I didn't watch enough of it to know. You asked oh. me a lot of questions. <laughs> it don't sound like it was good, so I don't need to check it out then. It didn't catch your attention, so it must not have been that great. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's a pass. It's a pass. But I had found other like, than guy... your Monster Inc. thing. Do you want me to talk about it? It's fine. We can talk about it. Okay. But real quick, there's this guy I follow <laughs> on TikTok. His name is Cinema.Joe. I love him. He does movie reviews and stuff. I think I and... him. I think so. And he had like a list of like the scary or the best horror movies that set in every state. And the witch Mm -hmm. was the one from Massachusetts. Uh, It Follows is the one from Michigan. And then there's another one called Your Next that's set in Missouri. And those are the three that I kind of picked out that I really wanted to check out. So yeah, check him out. He always has good sort of reviews. I got an insane amount of peer pressure this week to go ahead and watch Monsters, Inc., I did start to watch Monster Inc. I did not finish it because I couldn't because we had to go somewhere. But it was a cute movie. It was a cute movie. I think I'm too old. I think I'm past it. I think I can't really enjoy it or get into it because I just didn't watch it at the right time in my life. But it is a very cute movie. And I do, I definitely do want to finish it. But it just didn't really catch my attention um, that much. But it is cute. That's all I have to say. And this is revenge for Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to ask how do you feel about the characters but it don't seem like you even connected with none of the characters. I didn't really connect with them and you know what to be fair I was kind of half watching um, because mm-hmm. one Mason was in the room I tried to get her to watch it with me too but she wouldn't get into it so she was in the room on her loud ass iPad and I was planning <laughs> and doing my spread for next week so it was too much I think I might have been overstimulated also but, yeah 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 yeah, because you know, like you said with Harry Potter, like the first go around, I had to watch it uninterrupted. You gotta watch. I don't it. think yes. Monster Inc. is that deep. You know, yeah. you could be doing yeah. other stuff, but um, it needs a little bit more yeah. of my attention, probably. Yeah, but yeah, it is cute. It is cute, and there was some parts that I thought were very cute and funny. So, yeah, yeah, I love Boo. I just do. She's so cute. She reminds me of Mason or Mason. Oh my god, I Boo. love that. <laughs> Like very adventurous, okay. little cute me, little girl. You gonna make me watch that again? All right, <laughs> I did it, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. I'm so easy. That's why I was like, why am I getting pressured so hard by Laura when I literally said on this very podcast I will watch this movie. I never said I wouldn't watch it, and I was getting hounded. Okay, hounded. It's, it's the initiation because that's how it was oh, with uh, Harry Potter. Y'all never tell Lord that you haven't seen anything that she likes and she's obsessed with. Because I feel she like that one was you. by accident, though. Insane. It was by accident because I just said it like not even thinking it was gonna be that big of a deal. And Lord literally made me feel like like I hadn't seen I don't know Harry Potter. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. <laughs> Too much. Too much. Another lesson number four of the episode. Don't ever tell Lord you have watched nothing. <laughs> Please. Okay. Danny said he thought I was talking about the witches like Road Doll movie and he was dying. Now the witches is my movie. I love the witches. Uh, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, it's two versions of it. It's the old version that is like a classic, classic. And it's the newer version that they just released like a couple years ago with Anne Hathaway in it. Both are really good, but I highly recommend the original. It's not super scary. It's like a fun, it's like a fun movie. You could even have it, it on. A musical? No, it's not a musical. Okay. <laughs> it's not a musical. <laughs> but it is a very, very fun movie. It's basically, hmm, what's a good synopsis? of the witches um it's basically about uh this little boy who gets turned into a mouse by some witches <laughs> basically that's Isn't a big that part the of the same plot of uh hocus pocus did okay, they turn okay. somebody to a cat no no that's not the same <laughs> <laughs> similar <laughs> The witches is fun. I actually think you might like the witches more than Hocus Pocus. It's just a really fun, like zany movie. So definitely check it out. Keisha said the witches scared her as a kid. Now, because you know what? I was going to say for a second, you can watch it around Ashton, but I kind of don't recommend it because it is a kid friendly movie. But for like little, little kids, it might, it might scare them a little bit too much. Yeah, because the witches, like when the witches like take off their masks, they are horrible looking. Like terrifying, so okay. that might be yeah, too much for him. Yeah, yeah. Ashton got a little spooked mm-hmm. out from a Mickey Mouse uh, Halloween movie. He was like, "Can we watch yeah. the Christmas one now?" So yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> it's like absolutely not, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for joining. Shout out to the patrons, y'all were so fun in the comments as always. Yes, always. If you were not able to catch this, make sure you catch the replay. Check us out on YouTube. Um, and this was such a fun episode and we appreciate you guys so much. Yes, we really do. Don't forget, pick up those Christiane design stickers and some more. Um, also like Meg said, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, planners mm-hmm. and wine, you know, just search planners and wine. All the stuff comes up. There we go. There we go. Us. And you know what? Period. <laughs> As we're wrapping up, Danny gave a much better synopsis of the movie than I did. He said, a boy happens upon a secret convention of witches and gets turned into a mouse but fights for revenge. That is perfect. Did you get that legit from like what like the movie notes? <laughs> like what the movie is about? Because that's literally like the perfect description for exactly what happens. Damn, Danny. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's perfect perfect one um one line zinger if you interested go check that out you said it is on netflix right uh i don't think so i think it might be i know the new one is on hbo max and i want to say the old one is probably on hbo max as well but i'm not 100 percent sure okay yeah hbo max check it out there we go but yeah guys thank y'all so much for joining us um Have a great week. (laughs) Bye, guys.